0: two one go
1: Uh, hey jason long time no speak actually we do speak regularly but just we haven't recorded since last week it's actually for more than a week now right
0: it's been more than a week yeah
1: yeah uh i
0: guess now there's double apologies but you know there's lots of stuff happening and let's just say there have been better days have been they days. have been
1: better days i mean like things happen we have to move on we're still trying let's just do what we do and hopefully things will work out i mean things will work out if we do what we do you know
0: yeah i actually 100 agree with that as long as we keep on trying to do the next best thing next best thing, exactly that's right
1: things will all exactly work out. exactly exactly
0: and with that it's like let's not try and make this any longer than it has to be
2: Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
0: let's just jump right into it uh oh but first podcast podcast news what's happening with the
1: podcast uh, i have nothing new on my end uh so i was just suggesting uh, we were talking with the marketer and we're were talking about like having uh, opening our patreon page but that's something we might not do as soon as we'd like or rather we'll just give it some time first he suggested we give it a month and then look at the numbers after that and then we'll think about it that's the only news i have on my side
0: it's a plan Let's just say, yeah, plan. yeah, and yeah. a goal, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and uh, I'm actually looking forward to that, you know.
1: Mm, of course, me too, me too.
0: So, like, if we build up the big enough numbers, mm-hmm. that's definitely something that will make happen.
1: And exactly. on my
0: side, uh, we're working on the intro, it's going to be a mm-hmm. cool intro, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully as the numbers grow we can talk about sponsorship
2: exactly yes 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 yes
0: but basically that's it and at the moment there's no other news so without further okay, ado, yeah. do oscar where are we at where, what are we doing
1: uh so the last episode we talked about what do we talk about the last episode we talked about uh man the last episode the, the last episode was really interesting uh, just about our own experiences with love, with romantic love. And we finished with the quote that if you want Eros, which is romantic love, to survive, first fulfill agape. And so during my research, during the init- my initial research prior to episode one, I had come to the wrong conclusion that agape meant self-love. And I guess I wanted to, to talk more about self-love. So, if, so when I stumbled upon that definition, I just stuck to it. I didn't dig much deeper. But after mm. episode two, I went back and looked at agape, and what agape, agape actually is, yeah, agape, which is yeah, can agape we, is we, what is that?
0: Can we just huh? first talk about how that word, how weird that word sounds? Agape.
1: It's. I I thought it was agape. I thought it was agape you know, the way it's spelled. <laughs> but it's agape.
0: It's Greek. It's
1: Greek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like.
0: Has been spending uh-huh. su- too much time on those other kind of sites, you know. <laughs> the, the the children at home don't understand what I'm saying, but the real adults at home, the listeners, the adults at home who are listening to this, they know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so like when I was looking at agape, like <laughs> with, with the further research, I discovered that it's actually father the fatherly love of God for humans as well as the human reciprocal for God, right? Well, this isn't really what I want to discuss in this theme, but it made me think about what it means to love God. So now I'm going to go back to the question that we asked in our first theme, which was spirituality and religion. What is God for you, Jason?
0: We've talked about this in our own personal conversations.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But God to me is a beauty, a beauty, Love, beauty, love, and devotion.
2: Wait, beauty, love, and beauty.
0: No, 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 I'll remove beauty. It's love, devotion, and sacrifice.
1: Love, devotion, and sacrifice.
0: I think, so- uh-huh,
1: uh-huh.
0: I think the divinity, the highest mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. God is an embodiment of the highest good. God is mm-hmm. that being or that person. He's not even necessarily a being, he's just a point. He's mm-hmm. a manifestation of that point, that highest good point, right? That level. Mm-hmm. And He's something to help us visualize, something to help us like create a path to that highest good. Mm-hmm. And there's multiple ways. To that highest good, where it's like I think that's why I was like I move beauty because I think beauty is one of the ways to God. Beauty is one of the ways okay. to heaven or divinity.
1: Okay, okay. So, do you believe that to love God or to yeah just basically to have this ideal of to to reach for that point that is God? Do you think that is a form of self love? I think it is. Yeah, and how do you express your self love, Jason?
0: Oh wow, that's a hard question. How to express myself?
1: Yeah, hard? yeah. Why do love you yourself?
0: Appreciating my life every day. Mhm. Trying to note down what I'm grateful for. At least one thing mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ironically, I didn't do that today, <laughs> but I try to. Um, okay.
2: Okay. Mhm.
0: I try to take care of myself. Self care trying to take care of myself mentally mm-hmm. psychologically because mm-hmm. i think we understand the idea of cleaning things physically you know keeping everything clean physically but there's also the psychologically psychological cleanliness you know mm-hmm. what type of information are you absorbing what kind of people are you interacting with you know i think a lot of people get trapped especially with instagram and social media it's so easy to get trapped in the wrong sort of circles and then that just feeds you into this dirty psychological hole you know Mm -hmm. so psychologically psychological cleanliness is a big one Mm -hmm. and um i think that's it actually for me how about you oscar
1: how do I express self-love for myself? I guess it's, it's similar things. It's, I will say it's physical attempts at physical fitness. It's the meditation. It's trying to treat myself right. But however, I will, something like working out, right? Working out is a positive thing. It's a positive act. But I will say that my reasons for working out are not quite positive. I work out for very vain reasons, because I think I've told you that when I was younger, I was quite a fat child, you know? So like this the the shame I experience from being a fat child still haunts me today so I want to work out just to run away from that fat kid that I once I once was right so it's not really self-love it's just working out because of fear now the other things I do like meditation for instance that's that's more self-love. I will say that's more an act of self-love because I don't expect to get anything out of meditation. I'm just doing it because it's relaxing. You know? And it's the one it's the one it's the couple of like 10-20 minutes a day I give to myself whereby I'm I'm doing nothing but just trying to calm down and relax, you know? Are you other than sleeping, this is the time whereby I should be actively doing something, but I'm choosing to actively do nothing. So and that's very soothing for my mind, you know. I do like that. Another form of self-love that I that I do have, which is it's kind of a counterpoint. Smoking cigarettes. Now this doesn't make any sense, right? How will smoke smoking cigarettes be a way to express self-love? But <laughs> of course it's really bad for my health, you know? It's terrible for my lungs. You know, I'm sure yeah, it's it's just bad for you. But there's something that smoking does to your mind. I will say smoking is akin to meditation. With every puff of a cigarette, there's that calming feeling. It's that that calming feeling. Yeah, Like with a puff of a cigarette, it's like whatever problems you've had prior to have that puff seem to just be washed away, you know? And I would say yes, you know, despite cigarettes being really bad for my health, it seems to be really good for my mind. Not for my brain, my mind. Yeah, that's how I express self-love.
0: Do you, mm, mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? I I wanna ask you a few more questions about the smoking thing, but it's like you, I feel like that would you, be a huge you. huge tangent. So it's okay.
1: You can ask. You can ask.
0: But I guess my main point what I really wanna ask about that is that mm-hmm. so it's the high that makes you focused. Mm,
1: I wouldn't say I wouldn't say focused. But just, it makes me let go, let go, you know? We talked about in the first theme, the the idea of Nirvana meaning to breathe out. It's one of those things with smoking, whereby if I smoke a cigarette, if if I've had a stressful experience, that's, that first inhale of my cigarette lets me let go of all the stress I've had. Like, I don't need to think about this right now, you know? Yeah, it's not like it's not like being drunk where I totally where I will just totally forget everything, just want to have fun. It's just like, it kind of smoking a cigarette kind of centers me, you know. I'm not trying to reach out into the world. I'm coming back into myself, you know.
0: And you can actually make a meditative meditative experience out of anything. Yeah, it's so... True, true, true. Huh. that's very interesting, actually. Yeah, now I'm thinking uh-huh. about it. I'm just like you made you've made sort of like a meditative experience out of smoking
1: yep yep i'm a genius what can i say jason i'm a genius
0: yeah let's see how much you've been feeling <laughs> that in like 30 40 years <laughs> but it's just like it's okay uh-huh. now when we're young but what of, what course, like of when course. we grow older are you still gonna smoke?
1: yeah uh i don't smoke for a long time here's the thing i don't want to stop smoking now despite knowing that i should stop smoking now but actually it's actually do enjoy smoking to be honest i actually do enjoy it it's one of those things you know here's the thing something like drinking at least for me personally when i when i drink i will get loud and obnoxious so drinking affects the way i behave in a very overt manner there is no way i can hide that i'm drunk you know and that's why it was necessary for me to stop drinking. But with smoking, smoking doesn't really affect my... It doesn't affect my behavior at all. It totally has no effect on my, on my behavior. Apart from that few, those few moments when I'm more calm after having a cigarette. So I don't see a reason I need to quit smoking right now. Yes, maybe I'll def- I might definitely pay for it in the future. But as of right now, I don't want... I actually don't want to stop smoking right now.
0: Hey, man, don't let me stop you. Practice your self-love.
1: <laughs> I am, I am. R- daily, daily.
0: And mm-hmm. Okay, I think we answered your question.
1: Yeah. So next, we're going to move on to the idea of going back from self-love to eros, right? To romantic love. Mm-hmm. You do find that in all relationships, especially in the beginning of a relationship, when the relationship is young, it's new, people want to validate themselves through the approval of their of their significant other, right?
0: <laughs> yep.
1: What do you think causes this, Jason?
0: We need validation from everyone, from our yeah. parents, from our friends, uh-huh. validation from uh-huh. the world. Hey, I yeah. exist. My existence has meaning.
1: please uh-huh. showed uh-huh. me
0: attention and love. Thank uh-huh. you, thank you. Give me your social media points. Thank you, thank you.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. It's and how? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Go on. I don't know. It makes sense. It we makes need sense. yeah, we need we need validation. We're social beings. We want other people's love, you know?
2: Mm, mm.
0: But yes, However
2: Yeah, yes, yes, go
0: I guess the funny thing is that you that sort of mindset will have you being being enslaved by other people's approval for the mm. rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: The true freedom from that is to love yourself if you truly love yourself then you you don't need approval and you don't need like the attention of other people but here's the thing so this because, is uh the self-love part it's like it's a really hard thing to do man
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and it's a
0: lot of work it's not something that just you have to love yourself every day Loving in general is a very hard activity.
1: So this is the funny thing, right? Yeah. In order for you for you to be able to fully love yourself as an adult, you must have received sufficient love from your parents as a child, right? Think about the the idea of like women who grew up with no fathers to love them, chasing love from, chasing love and approval from random guys endlessly, right? No daddy issues. We we've all had this, right? Women with daddy's issues, or seen right?
0: It. Or seen it, yeah. What? Or seen it. We've all heard about it or seen it.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And even like men who didn't have mothers, you know, it's like now they're seeking every, every woman they date becomes, you know, a, a, a proxy mother, basically, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like if you don't get love as a child, You'll be unable to love yourself as an adult. You'll just seek validation endlessly. There's a hole missing you that you cannot fill. Right? Yeah. And however, it's not just that simple. The thing is, when you're a child, right? Uh Uh-huh. We live in in a society, and society has rules. And there's some basic rules. Some basic rules are don't scream in public, you know? Don't throw a tantrum in public, right? But kids do this. It's, it's part of their job, you know, per se. It's part of their job to, to throw tantrums in public. They don't. They want the, the, the ice cream. They're going to scream for the ice cream. They don't want to go home. They scream they don't want to go home, right? Uh. That's how kids are. And as parents, as parents, what we tend to do is to scold them when they do such things. Uh, uh. Despite that thing being a part of their nature, the child doesn't understand social rules and agreements. But it's very easy for the adults to the father the mother to scold them for not understanding instead of trying to explain right so children children like they grow up with this this belief that they are inadequate to one degree or another because think about this it's easier to scold someone for doing something wrong not easier rather it's it's more common for people to be scolded for mistake and to be praised for doing the right thing
0: say that right last part again
1: it's more common for people to be scolded for doing the wrong thing than to be praised for doing the right thing
0: yeah i believe so too
1: yeah look at your imagine your own childhood right how many times did you do the right thing and you got no no validation for that Maybe Nothing. First,
0: maybe the first time you get validation.
1: Exactly. That, it's
0: just like, this is the way it's, things are supposed to be.
1: Exactly, exactly. But when you do the wrong thing, everyone is on your case, right? Mm-hmm. So you grow up with this image of yourself, whereby I'm not enough. It seems like I'm always fucking up. And those, those, that, that's, you know, like before the age of eight, kids don't really have a se- sense of self. Their sense of self is attached to their parents. Whatever mom and dad say, that's reality for you too. So all these adva- adverse parental evaluations may transmit a message that we're inadequate, right? So we are unable to, to unconditionally accept ourselves. We, cre- we just end up self-criticizing ourselves. Please. So how do you self-criticize yourself on a regular basis?
0: <laughs> okay wait <laughs> you said a lot of things i just yeah, want to say that well. I, I generally i do agree with what you're saying about like parents parents being the foundation the mm-hmm. foundation of yourself i feel like mm-hmm. maybe that's not the right way to say it but it's basically like when, when, you, when you start, like, existing in this world, mm-hmm. you are still building the world. Like, you're still understanding the world around you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And as you try to understand the world around you, you're also mm-hmm. building yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kids explore. They have that exploratory type relationship with the world. They understand, like, hey, I have hands and legs. I can swim. <gasps> oh, look mm-hmm. at my body. My body floats in this water oh, look, I can climb a tree. So, like, they're actively exploring the world and they're building themselves, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not only just an external thing, it's also, like, an internal thing. And Mm -hmm. they understand themselves emotionally, specifically by interacting with other people. And the biggest interactions Mm -hmm. they have, any child has, in the beginning, is with their parents. Mom and
1: dad, yeah. That's
0: literally where the world... That's literally where all socialization starts.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and if their very first couple of connections with social connections with other people those those very first connections being their mother and father are failed relationships mm-hmm. failed connections then there is no foundation in which to find to 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 build from in terms of like how do i socialize with other people that foundation mm-hmm. is it's basically it's crooked
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: it's a rotten foundation if if you have failed relationships with your parents Mm -hmm. and then it's like from there on it's super hard to like create connections and relationships with other people Mm -hmm. because you don't have that built habit you don't have that built history you don't have that built foundation Mm -hmm. and that being said Mm -hmm. even then if your relationship with your parents is like it's not even perfect but it's okay there's still like a whole. There's still like a whole like host of things that can go wrong. Mostly because you know we're human beings, we do stupid things, and things happen sometimes, you know. Uh, there was something, there was something else you said. <sighs> now, nah, like you said so much, <laughs> I'm trying to go through everything slowly. Uh, what did you say after that?
1: Uh, how like because of the criticism we get from our parents it's we become we get the message that we are inadequate to one degree or another
0: oh that's a big one okay,
1: okay. yes
2: yeah uh uh-huh. so
0: basically s- simple uh uh-huh. you can go first while i'm thinking
1: so here's the thing, like, I remember there was one time as a kid, I was really embarrassed at, at math. I was terrible at math. I mean, I'm, I still kind of am, I guess. And there was one moment when my father was trying to explain, like, a long division to me. And I don't know, maybe it was the way he was explaining it, or maybe the fact, just the fact that I wasn't getting it. I felt like such a piece of shit. I just started crying, you know? Ah, of
0: I started all, crying. Of all <laughs> Especially, you know, it's funny. Yeah let's talk about the father figure from our time because i think the Uh father figure is a very like we all have similar experiences with our father Uh dad was a person to dodge (laughs) dad was not a person to like be friends with and talk with no when dad comes to the front door you are out the back door you know (laughs) that type of thing like Dad is coming to watch TV, get the fuck out. Get out. Get out, like, right now, you know? So, with that being said, you grew up fearing your dad. And I think that's why it's like, I love my dad. I think I'll say that very clearly right now. And I, I, I think he he gave me and my brothers a very good life. Uh huh. But as a kid, he would say some things and I would have Mm -hmm. to go with it. Mm -hmm. Not because I I understood what he said, but because I was scared of the consequences of not understanding.
1: Not really not understanding, but not agreeing. Not Not agreeing
0: agreeing or even not understanding. So I just say it it turns you into a yes man.
1: Always.
0: And like, like, again, it worked out okay for me. For other people, though, hmm. that can build resentment. Mm-hmm. That can build some real resentment, right? Especially with like, the kids who are like super rebellious. I'm always saying yes to dad. I'm always saying yes to mom. It's like That can really mess with other people. And I don't know. It could... And, and when, when you grow up, that can express itself in very unhealthy ways, right? You can start taking out that anger on your own child or your own wife type thing
1: okay exactly exactly so yeah so here's the those things that angers un- like unresolved issues from childhood will always come come up again when you're an adult right yeah yeah and i like the thing you say you said about your dad about your father's my father too it's like he comes he comes to watch tv like i I remember being a kid i was me and my brother like when my father would come home from work he would come home a bit late around 8 p.m or something we will just go to the bedroom you know just leave <laughs> just leave you know?
0: <laughs> you know you know like even like you said you know what time dad's going to be home like to you yeah. it's like um like the witching hour like oh my god it's coming <laughs> it's 9 p.m get out
1: and you know what's what's funny right he's like same same as you. of course i love my father i love him very much he's and he he worked so hard i hear stories about the life we were, my parents were living before i was born And the way we we live, okay, at least the way we we live now, uh, the way they live now in Kenya, it's totally different. This man worked endlessly. Right,
0: right, right, right. Mm.
1: However, like now as an adult, what I see is that that thing my brother and I did to my dad, whereby we were kind of running away from him, you know? Of course, it was kind of, (laughs) what is it? It it seemed like as though it was self-preservation. But what were we really running away from? We didn't really know. It's just that... No, that is just tough. We don't want to be around that energy. You know, that's basically what it was. It's like we we are too young to to stand around that to be around that energy. You know?
0: Yeah. Ah. Uh, I, I okay.
1: But then something while we are preserving, I was trying to self preserve. We are doing something negative to our father. You know, we are making your father feel lonely in his own house, right? There were moments as a kid when my father would ask me and my brother, to let's go out somewhere, you know? And it's like, if mum isn't coming, it's like, nope, we're not going. We don't want to go. <laughs> How ruthless is that?
0: I'm trying to think about, like, is this just the way everyone was socialized? Because we all know the idea of the African father. It's not just us. Yeah, it's, it's not everyone, just us. No. Everyone back home will definitely give similar stories about their father they knew like dad was that figure like you watched your back when dad was around (laughs) yeah and it's a good thing it's a good thing because it shows that you have respect it shows like it shows all these things that you'd want to have in a father but like you said if it's taken too far and like even i mentioned like it can build resentment it can It can build that like loneliness, right? You don't want to spend any time with your dad because you're just so scared, you know?
2: Mm, mm, Everything he
0: says isn't like... You don't really think about the things he's telling you. You just think about like, oh, is he going to hit me?
2: (laughs) Mm, (laughs) Instead of
0: listening mm, to what he's trying to tell you.
1: mm. Yeah. So that's where... Okay, so we, we were unable to express love to our father's children, obviously. I think that's what you're trying to say here. We were able to express love to our, to our fathers. I did. I, it it I, seemed I... really easy to express. I, 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 Honestly, I didn't even try, honestly. I don't think I tried as a child.
0: I think I definitely tried. I have one specific case where it's like... <laughs> this is going to be super embarrassing. But like... Mm-hmm. I... I think I was six or five.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I made like a poster.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And... Oh my god! What? Okay, I made a poster. The poster was made from a toy box. So this, you know, like the cardboard box that comes with toys. Like I turned that mm-hmm. into like a poster. I wrote how much I love my mom and my dad, and I mm-hmm. waited for him to come back home, and I flashed it mm-hmm. to him mm-hmm. when he came back home, and he looked at it. He sort of like acknowledged it, mm-hmm. and then he acknowledged me, and then he, he just went on. And even now, I'm not really sure how I reacted to that. It wasn't a positive mm. or a negative thing..
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I think, in his own way, he did like it. Mhm, thinking about it now, but I'm not even entirely sure. I don't even know if my dad remembers this at all, but I remember it very vividly because that was like a big thing for me, you know in my mind, yeah. I was like. I guess I was in a moment where I was looking around in my life and I went like, Oh, I have all these toys, I have like a Nintendo, I have a TV, mm-hmm. I have a, a front yard, life is good. <laughs> and mom and dad make my, my life very good, you know? Even as a kid I was I was I could understand I could see love all around me and I could just be like, Yeah, I love you so much.
1: I don't know, could you see love or were you seeing things or you think seeing stuff? I was because I remember there was one story I remember when when I first entered university during the or the orientation, right? Yeah, I think you must have had the same story too because we were, in, we were in the same group. We were in the same group. Mm. So the I don't know she was the dean of students or something. I don't remember her name, but she was telling us a story about one kid who who was failing all her classes, and so they called the parents. To come and talk to this stu- to come and talk to the school to- with the girl there right and the girl the girl kept saying that like i never see my parents they're never at home they just give me money and in front of the dean of students some other teachers some other lecturers and the parents he took out the money from a pocket and just threw up the money and wait, i think what? it's one of those both... wait what what, what? Yeah. did you say who
0: threw up the money
1: the, t- the girl tore up the money for that her parents were giving her she just tore it up the, the, the note she had with her at the time and she was saying that because I never see my parents they just give me money they just give me money you know so she was just getting stuff she never got the love and attention that she that all human beings deserve you know she I... was just getting stuff and I think as a as a kid I don't of course I was getting love for sure but maybe I don't maybe that, maybe our father's giving us stuff. Buying us those games and, you know, the nice house and the cars and the and the yard, like you said, you know, maybe that's the only way they knew how to express love to us. However, that's definitely not a necessary way to express love. I mean, as, as a child, do you really need to have the biggest house?
0: I right? do you know, like, yeah? it was love. Even now, think about it. Yeah, of course, it. It, was it, love.
1: It, it is love. Yeah, I'm saying it is love, but I'm saying that is the only way they knew how to express love, Right. Like, look at this, like, how many times in your life did your father express love to you in an emotional way?
0: Holding my hand. I don't. Hugging me.
1: I don't remember my father hugging me, actually. I don't remember. I have no.
0: It was rare, but he hugged me.
1: I don't have such a memory in my head. Maybe I was really, really young, but like, for, for, for my memory in my head right now, I can't remember such an experience. I remember there was <laughs> there was one time though I don't remember when it was. Maybe I was in university or maybe in university. I think I maybe I hadn't seen my father in a while. I don't, I'm not quite sure. And I went in to hug my father, and he kind of put his his hands out like, ah, don't do that, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, 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 yeah, then what happened? I a
1: like, no, it was just it was just awkward, you know what the fuck? I of course I didn't say anything, but I feel like it's super awkward now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I I don't know, maybe that's the only that's the only way they at least for my father. Maybe that's how we knew how to express his love by just making sure we had enough to eat. We went to good schools, which that's of course that's a wonderful way to express love. You know, it's it's better than him telling me I love you, but not giving me any food, you know, and don't take me to school, of course, you know. Saying I love you means nothing if you can't feed me and can educate me. So But still, yeah.
0: It wasn't even just it was a realization I was able to have at a young age because mm-hmm. we had neighbors. Mm-hmm. Even when we went on like holidays and stuff, being in Kenya, mm-hmm. the separation between you who has things and the person next door who doesn't have things is very it's huge. But like, oh, what do you mean? What do you mean it's more. Like, you can see people. You go to town, mm-hmm. you can see the people who don't okay. have anything. To us, it was like right. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Ah, Every-
1: uh, you mean like? Oh, you mean physical separation? Okay, I thought you were saying economic separation.
0: No, physical separation. Uh we walk even now i walk out of my own estate like uh, neighborhood neighborhood Uh okay walk out of my own neighborhood right Uh there are people right there begging
1: wait wait your neighborhood was called wakanda
0: hey where did you hear wakanda from the people i thought you said
1: oh i thought you were saying my neighborhood wakanda (laughs) (laughs) okay go on go on
0: (laughs) no so there are people outside begging
2: Mhm,
0: mm-hmm. and when you go to town in Mombasa, mm-hmm. you'd always see people begging. You've been to Mombasa, mm-hmm. you see, you see I all know. these people like the street boys and everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, like again, at a young age, even I was able to understand. Like, we have it really well, and that's because dad is like dad is trying really, really hard. You know, And when you see that And You know it's actually funny Not only did I get enough love as a child I might have gotten too much Actually I can say for sure I got too much Because those times I did take it for granted And I was spoiled Which is like I guess it's a common It's a classic story with the last born right The last born always gets spoiled Mm.
1: (laughs) But then I will say this also That Yeah I, I grew up in Nairobi as well and where my family lives in Karen, like it's literally, I think it's less than a ten-minute drive to the big one of the biggest slums in Africa, Kibera slums, actually the second biggest slum in Africa, right? From the literally, so probably we, the richest. I just yeah?
0: want to ask you, so you do agree the separation routine? It's so yeah, it's, yeah, it's so less. small.
1: Yeah, think think about this. Probably the richest neighborhood in East and Central Africa is a ten-minute drive away from the second largest slum in Africa.
0: Kenya right? is one of the richest countries in East Africa, if not number one yeah. richest yeah. country. So, so if your neighborhood was super wealthy, then Oscar, you're probably, you're doing really well in East Africa. So now
1: think about, so think about this, right? Yeah. I saw all of that. I saw all of that, right? I saw the people begging. Just go, just going to Nairobi, to Nairobi city. People actually do come up to your car, knock on the window, like, give me money, give me money, right? Mm. And I saw all of those things. But then, The fact that we had all this stuff, we had a a wonderful house, we had a a nice yard, we went to great schools, despite all of that, I wouldn't say that our parents doing that for us is because of love. I would say that's more, it's more duty, it's more duty, it's more duty. Because it's like, will your parents, it's not like our parents would rather be poor and not have these things, Right. Because even the, the nice house, your parents also enjoy that. I know my parents liked having the house in Karen. I know my parents like having buying a nice car every once in a while, right? So for them to give us this stuff, I say this is more duty. And maybe 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 that's what love is. Maybe love is just duty, you know, doing your their duty to for you. Maybe it's that's what love of, is. But
0: a bit of sacrifice and devotion. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. And the sac- but. Uh, The sacrifice is time. The sacrifice is
0: stuff to... They sacrifice something to get that stuff. Yes,
1: they definitely sacrifice... For us. You definitely sacrifice time. Like, just me being a father right now, I can see, like... I I keep telling you, right? I don't have time to do my own stuff, right? I I have no time to do anything for myself anymore. Mm. Maybe I go to the gym. That's about it. That's what I do for myself. Mm. I don't meet my friends. I, I, I never meet my friends anymore. Never. Because it's like, I'm not gonna go and meet Jason... Even with Raha, the only friends I want to meet are friends who have kids. If you don't have a kid, I'm not coming to meet you.
0: Mm. You know? Even with me, like, I have to come and live with you. (laughs) You're you're not not going anywhere.
1: Exactly, right? It's like, so here's the thing that, okay, I'm going a bit on a tangent, I'm taking a tangent for a second. People always say, you know, just come to my house with your kid, it's going to be fine and these are people who don't have kids so they don't know that a one year old will just mess everything up in your house they'll just destroy everything because they don't care that you have a nice tv they're going to come and smack that screen you know <laughs> do and scream exactly exactly to... yeah so they say oh just come to to my house to i'm like oh, no 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 i'm not coming to your house you either come to my house or we go to the park with my kids but if someone has a kid and they invite them to their house, now that's fine because they understand what a child can do. Right. right. right, Yeah. Okay, so now back to the main story. So like, the point I'm trying to make here is that maybe love is just duty and, and that's sacrifice you're talking about. Huh. Sacrificing time. But then also, to sacrifice time, I, you know, now this is what I find talking about love. Love and familial, and familial bond to be very tricky because as soon as your child is born at least this is my, my experience whatever whatever we call love is a biological thing happening you know you are bonded to this entity right because this thing is 50 to you you can't you, you of course you can't you you can choose to just leave them and just you know give them up for adoption uh-huh. but the likelihood that someone is willing to do that is very slim very very slim once you see your child jason Everything in you is telling you to protect this thing and to love this thing. And the reason why you feel that love and you feel like your child is so cute, it's not because of some divine... It's not some mystical love. It's it's your biology telling you this thing is precious. Take care of this thing. Right. This thing is very precious. Right, sure. And it's funny, like... As I look at my daughter, there are moments when I feel as though, honestly, I feel as though her life has has more value than mine. And I need to ensure that her life expresses the value that is, it has. So I'm going to do everything to make sure that she's healthy, she's fine. You know? She's go- She goes to school. She, ha- she makes friends. Uh. And in myself, in my head, I also see that if I can't do these things... F- for her, then I am of no good to her, and I shouldn't be a part of her life. I truly have these thoughts when I look at my daughter, like if I'm not doing good for her, I am no good to her, because her life has more value than mine, and I can't explain why I feel like that, but I do feel that way, so I don't know if it's love I'm feeling, or it's just biology, it's chemicals in my in my brain. It's neurotransmitters shooting up things, you know, firing, firing things that I I don't know I don't I know nothing about. I don't know if we would call it love with family. You know, it's hard for me to call it love.
0: Intelligence is a very interesting thing. Yeah. Sadhguru said it himself.
1: Mm-hmm. Who is Sadhguru? How do you South Guru? is? Guru is an indian yogi he's an indian yogi who's written a bunch of books uh he has this he has this retreat or other what, what is it this commune it's, it's i don't want to ensure commune or something called adiyogi adiyogi what the fuck is it okay he's an indian
0: i'll get to that yeah point. he's an indian <clears throat> okay, yeah. um sorry so he says that and i've seen it with us actually specifically When things happen in our lives, like with you, with love and everything, Mm. we try to dissect it with our intelligence.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly.
0: Our intelligence is very good for dissecting things. Our intelligence Mm. is the reason why we live, we live such beautiful lives right now. Mm. Our intelligence Mm. has gotten us this far Oscar and we see the results of our intelligence every day. It's a wonderful Mm. thing. It's a wonderful thing, but uh, intelligence is a knife. You can't exactly. use yeah, exactly. it to cut everything. The same way you can't use yes. a knife to like fix every problem, you know?
1: Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. He he actually said it in a, in a wonderful way. You can't use a knife to soak, to, to sew clothes, right?
0: Yes, yes, yes. yes. So now, yeah. this, this, going back to this thing of love, this love, it's like, our intelligence truly mm. might never be able to understand it. So you're no, trying can't. To cut through it with a knife. It's like... You, it's, it's, it's. You're cutting through like something that might need a hammer to fix.
1: Yeah, and that's why, like, I agree with that.
0: So, like, and it's like we, we, Mm -hmm. like, in our society, we try to think too much about everything, Mm -hmm. because I guess being a bit cynical in 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 our kind of society does take you very far. Using Mm -hmm. intelligence and being a bit cynical and thinking about things critically does take you about too far, but it's like. Sometimes we've reached a point where maybe we're thinking too much and not feeling and experiencing more, and that's the thing with love. Love, it's like even if you found the answer to like whether it's biology or whatever, would that make you any happier?
1: I don't. The know. truth is, that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. The reasons don't matter, right? It's I know what I feel. I know what I feel. But then now, of course, we are doing a podcast. We need to think things this through.
0: I guess so. I guess so. That is true. Yeah. That is definitely true. Yeah. But so I, I, of I, course, I, the, I think it's one of those like, mm. it's okay if it's unanswered. Mm. It's okay. It's just
1: yeah. It's definitely okay. It's definitely okay. Like it's
0: part this, of our world. It's definitely a part of your world. So let's just experience it and feel it.
1: Yeah, I think it was Rumi who said. Uh, I, I could be wrong. It, Rumi who said like, love is silence. Love is silence. You know basically you can't explain love it is what it is
0: as for for us truth seekers it's like again you can't always just dissect and dive into everything
1: no there's some things
0: that are let's just say they're much bigger than us you know Mm -hmm. the world is much bigger than us and yeah maybe we should just it's okay to question it though i think those are really interesting questions that you asked actually but i don't know if if i'll be if i'll ever be able to answer them and
1: you can't i can't no one can it's it's an experience like we go back to the idea of going back to the idea of the meditation meditation right yeah uh Sam Harry says this wonderful thing in one of his meditation sessions. He said that look at your hand. You know that's a hand. But do you really know how your hand works? Nope. You know you know what your hand can do, but do you know how how why how it can do what it does?
0: Nope, nope, nope.
1: Yeah, so it's one of those things like I know I feel love. I know I experience love. I know I, I express love. But I don't know why I'm feeling this love. I don't know how this love is coming to be. I don't know where it's coming from. Is it from me? Is it from something external? For me, external of me? I don't know. I don't know. But it does feel good. It feels good, definitely. It and definitely feels good. Our
0: bodies are so complicated. Just look at the amount of doctors you need. Just to, like if you get sick, you can have like a cancer doctor. You can have a brain doctor. You can have your, a doctor just for your like your physical health. You can have a doctor for your bones. You know, you have a doctor for your teeth
1: and there's a no, nose doctor a throat doctor
0: exactly your body is such a complex thing that you need mm. all of these different fields just to just try and paint a whole picture of what your body can do or how complex your body is you know mm. and when things go wrong you have all of these different technicians all these different guys who will just diagnose you and it's like do you really want to start dissecting through all of that with your knife your intelligence I'm not saying you can't, I'm just like, go ahead, you're fine, but it's like, will yeah. finding out make you happier?
1: I don't know, I, I don't know if it will make me happy or not, actually, like, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I know my what my hand can do. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Oscar, for me, that's enough. Me experiencing I, it I- is just, it's enough. I I don't know. I to. don't know
1: if I'll if I'll feel happy or less happy. If I know how things work, you know. Mm, mm. I don't know. Of course, I'm not. Hmm. There's some things I don't care to find out, but there are other things I care to find out. You know.
2: Same. same like thing,
1: the same. thing with the, with the hands. With the hand, I don't really care about how my, how my hand works. It works. That's fine. But there are things I do wonder about. Love, for instance, I do wonder about love because just with going back to the idea of romantic relationships, mm-hmm. someone claims to love you and you can claim to love them, but I will honestly. It will, I feel like it will serve me much better if I knew why. If I knew why. Mm. Because there, there must be a why to why this person claims to love you. Mm. And if you fail to fulfill the why, will this person longer love you? I, so that's why I would rather know the why, so I can learn not to stop fulfilling the why.
0: And this is where our, our lives are, physical lives are very simple, you know? You eat, yes, yeah, and yeah. that's it, you know? Yeah, yeah, Even our job as teachers, what does that really mean? You're going from point A to point B, you see a bunch of kids and you come back. So you go uh-huh. from point A, you go to point B, you see a bunch of kids and then you come back to point A. That's our uh-huh. physical lives. It's our social lives that gets really complicated.
1: Very complicated. Very complicated. It's
0: a game on top of a game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we've, we've done it because... If someone told you, Mm -hmm. Oscar, I will love you forever. Mm -hmm. Just sit in this one house Mm -hmm. and don't go out of it. Mm
2: -hmm. I
0: will feed you. I will give you games. I'll give you everything that you ever need. I'll even give you all the kinds of loves that you need in order to survive. Mm -hmm. Would you be happy?
1: I think I will be tempted to agree to say to say yes to staying that Let's house. Say
0: you have said yes, would yeah. you be able to live like that for the rest of your life? I,
1: I don't know. I think, yeah, there are hikikomori in Japan who do that, so it definitely can be done. It can be done,
0: but them there's a sort of this. They're not getting all types of love, right?
1: Exactly. Socially, but I'm getting um, exactly. So now that's the thing, right? This person. Is asking me to stay in the house, and they will give me all the love I need, right?
0: In a hypothetical situation. Like, let's say yeah, of like course. A, a, a being that you know for sure can give you all kinds of love.
1: Yeah. So, uh, then definitely I'll stay in that house. I'll stay. I'll stay. I won't leave. I won't leave. I'll stay.
0: I think huh? we will be giving... A lot of people will say yes, and we'll be giving the perfect scenario.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But... There'll come a point where we're not happy. You know Why? Because mm-hmm. we're too happy. When we reach when we're too happy for too long, there's a need to fuck things up. <laughs> to mess stuff up. That house, Oscar, you will go crazy. Mm-hmm. I think there's. I don't know what it is about it, but I feel like there's a human need to complicate things. There's a human need to, like, mess things up. And I'm not really mm-hmm. sure where it comes from. I'm not saying everyone will do yeah. it, but I think a lot of people would do that.
1: We'll try to fuck things up. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, but definitely I would definitely say yes to that, such as such an agreement. I will definitely say yes. Because think about oh, it's it's everyone all through life, right, right? You want to oh, yeah. maybe Remember, get... Fit. it's
0: not about saying yes, it's about like would you be happy for the rest of your mm. life in that sort of scenario? No,
1: I, I don't know. Like I don't know because here's the thing. As of right now, I assume that if I turn this podcast into my job, I'll be happy, right? But the thing is, I don't know how long I'll be happy with having the podcast as my job, right?
0: You won't... I, You you know what? I think it's very clear that I think everyone won't be happy for a long time. Because... Yeah, you can't can't be happy with everything forever. You'll normalize it. Yeah. So you'll just be like, this is the way life is. I'm always happy. So your mind will be desensitized to all of the good things that you have and you start grabbing at something else you'll be like Mm -hmm. wait i have a house i need another house (laughs) you know
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and then it'll be like wait why am i even in a house i want a mansion this food that you're giving me it's not enough i need this specific kind of food
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and i'm like "That's, that's 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 what i'm trying to like get at like does that need to mess things up and to complicate things. And I think it's coming from that idea that we need to, we have desires. We have a lot of human desires. Or they're unlimited, rather.
2: hmm hmm
0: And that comes out in a lot of relationships as us trying to complicate stuff. When someone, and mm-hmm. I guess this goes back to your point, that's why it's like, when somebody does the right thing, someone that you care about does the right thing, you acknowledge them, maybe the first sec- time, the second time, the third time, but after that, it becomes normal to you, right? It's
1: yes, the norm. You don't care about it anymore. You don't
0: care about it anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: And then your mind starts to drift elsewhere. But then only when they mess up, when they mess up, it's like, hey,
1: <laughs> what do you, you remember doing? them again? Eh? Yeah. What are you
0: doing? What are you doing? You know this is not the way things are supposed to be. And yeah. in their mind, they're like, come on this is fucked up i try really really hard and the one time you mess up that's when you get on my back okay you know and i guess that's one of the situations in which you know we can hurt each other for that yeah.
1: i mean that's that's yeah that's when you see like how the how strong relationship is you know
0: it is it is because it's a matter of time of when someone fucks up right it's not what? it's not if they fuck up it's when, it's
1: when and when. what you guys yeah. are
0: going to do after mm-hmm because we're not perfect, you
1: know. No, no, we're not. No, we're not.
0: Can you finish up? We have time for our last question.
1: So the last question of the day will be, I think we've covered so much. Okay, okay. So this is going to be the last question. How does your failure to unconditionally love yourself affect your re- romantic relationships? How does your failure to unconditionally love yourself affect your romantic relationships?
0: Do You want to start here?
1: Uh, yeah sure thing so for me i will see that like i think i've said in the past sometimes i I become a bit too clingy right i i become too clingy because to some degree i i I don't know why maybe it's because of being the fat kid or whatever it was that, that happened to me as a kid i have this inferiority complex right and sometimes i assume even now with my wife i assume that if she were to see me the way I see myself, there's no way she would want to be with me. So sometimes I tend to cling. I cling onto her because I'm scared if I let go, man, she's going to run. She's going to run. And of course, when you cling, people get a bit it, it becomes frustrating, right? Just simply annoying for the pool you cling onto, right? Yeah, so that's how it affects my romantic relationship. How about you, Jason?
0: I think for me, it's, I don't value myself as much as I should be, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I look at my life and I look at the mistakes I've done
2: mm-hmm. and
0: I look at the goals that I set out for myself and
2: mm-hmm.
0: even the most little of shortcomings, I will paint that as like, you failed here, you failed there.
1: Yep. you yep. <laughs> don't, don't do to
0: Coming to the next relationship, it's like, you're going to fail her too. It's just a matter of time. So, mm-hmm. which is a like, I guess it, it gives me an underdog sort of mentality where it's like, okay, I am not who I am, who mm-hmm. I'm not as, I'm not my, like, I'm not the best version of who I should be, mm-hmm. but that makes me, that gives me something to work towards. Mm-hmm. And look at this person who loves me right now, mm-hmm. I'm going to get better, not only for my sake, but for her as well. She becomes that, mm-hmm. a little bit of extra motivation, you know? hmm but, like what you're saying, when it doesn't work out or when you do fail, it gives you double the impact of failure because it's more of like, I failed myself, but I also failed her.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or I failed this person that I'm supposed to love, you know? Yeah. And again, like it's one thing to fail yourself, but to fail another person, depending on who they are, that can be like a one two punch that can knock you out if you're not careful. That's you know which, uh, it, you it's, to be it's so
1: funny you say that captive. it's funny you say that. like as human beings we constantly fail ourselves but we are more scared of failing other people but we have to live with ourselves right
2: yeah
1: with this person they can live or rather we can leave them right
2: yeah
1: but we are we are stuck with us eternally right we are stuck with ourselves eternally but we don't give a fuck about feeling ourselves or rather it doesn't bother us as much yeah. as feeling other people does right
0: we need the,
1: the yeah, Exactly Which is fucked up. Even though you are... The, I see this for myself every day. It's like... Sometimes I make myself a promise... And I just break my own promise to myself. Yep. But I will work doubly as hard... To ensure that I don't break a promise... To another human being. And how, how... That's terrible. That's terrible. Like... It shows that I totally don't value myself. I totally don't value myself. Like a promise... To me... By me... Means nothing. But a promise by me to jason is everything
0: (laughs) there was a quote in a book i was reading
1: yeah
0: who you are is your creation the way but the way you are i'm trying to remember this way so who you are is your own creation At the very least, the way you are should be to your liking. Did you catch that?
2: Yes, yes, yes. The world can
0: influence the way you who who you set yourself out to be, the people Mm -hmm, around mm -hmm. you, and there's nothing wrong Mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. But the way you are—that is to say, the way you carry yourself—if that isn't your very own liking, if that isn't Mm -hmm. To your very core, you are not living that out, who you are as a person in every day of your life, then it's like, Mm. why should anyone why should the world suffer with you? Suffer Mm -hmm, you. mm -hmm. Why should the world suffer you?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: If you yourself can't love yourself, like why should someone Yeah,
1: why should anyone exactly why should anyone else love you? It's true, it's true. I do agree with that. I do I do agree with that knowing full well that I suffer from, I, I, not I suffer, like I, I act out, I act out in, in, in such a way whereby us say that I, I tend not to value myself as, as I know I should, you know, and it's hard because there's, you know, everyone knows you should love yourself. You even know that, but it's like, how do I just, where's the switch that I'm going to turn on, you know, because I'm looking, I've been looking for that switch, man.
0: You don't value yourself or love yourself the way you should be, but you expect other people to love yourself. Exactly. To love you.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You know, which is very... It's weird, right? It's weird. It's weird. And I think everyone does this. I think you've, you've... You've been... You've been with a woman who has told you that you don't think I'm special. Right?
0: Everyone gets it.
1: Yep. You don't think I'm special. And it's like, okay, so do you think you're special yourself? no I don't but so you want the world to think you're special but you don't believe you're special yeah we do we play everyone plays that game everyone plays that game
0: and then you know what it's like Mm. life is a short thing so let's at the very least don't you think this is a question for even like this is something for all of the listeners out there if life is such a Mm. short thing it's very temporary Mm. at the very least can't we just love the way we are
1: Mm. People, but, but to, to be fair to be fair sometimes the way you are is just shit honestly no, not all the time but yeah, sometimes you're shit you don't eat right you don't take care of your health you don't you don't work hard towards your goals you know so maybe you don't really need to love that so much maybe you have to crit- be a crit- your own critic sometimes in order to find a way to love yourself like yeah that which is fine Maybe that, mayb- that mayb- so, maybe maybe like- this is it Maybe this is it. Maybe like, maybe the highest form of self love is discipline.
0: Which it's is, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's like trying to better yourself is also an expression of self love. Yeah. The same way you look at at your son and go like, "You're fucking up. Yeah. You need yeah. to do this better," but you okay. don't assault him with your words to a point where he doesn't want to wake up the next morning.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: the same thing goes for you you need to treat yourself like somebody worthy of being loved Mm -hmm. so you take your lumps you take your your mistakes and you try again you don't self-criticize yourself to a point where you can't move anymore Mm -hmm. that won't be productive for yourself and it won't be productive Mm -hmm. for the people around you who are caring for you, who love you who want the best for you
2: I agree, I agree
0: And I'm just like, at the very least in this life, it's like, just love the way you are. Find, Mm -hmm. again, it's Mm -hmm. about going to the corner of your being, finding who you want to be, what you really want to be. Don't listen to everyone else. Cut out all of the noise. And it's like, once you find that thing, you'll be happy, right? It's because you're Mm -hmm. truly expressing who you are at heart, right? And once you're expressing that, the world will open to you. The people who don't agree with who you are
2: mm-hmm.
0: those people it's their freedom. they can do whatever you want, but the people who do agree with the, who you are as a person will gravitate towards you, and that will create a new world, a new world it'll open up a world in which you can exist in. and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I guess it's just like if you can't if we can't even be who we are at our core at the corner at the core of our being then what is the point what is the point
1: there is no point at all
0: what is the point of living this life Uh, and with that let's end the episode (laughs) not only are we ending the episode we're ending the entire month
1: oh but we need what? we're still having our guests our two guests for the month
0: oh but the month is over
1: Oh, we can have it was a thirty minute minute thing, right? We'll bring. We've only
0: mm.
1: we've done three episodes only this this month because we missed one week.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. Mm. So, mm. for the listeners out there, me and Oscar will discuss some things. We'll get you even if it's a bonus episode. We'll definitely get people something mm. about
2: mm, like exactly with, with exactly.
0: a special guest. So,
1: yep, yep, yep.
0: It's been one hour, and you know what time it is.
1: Yep, it's time to go to work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bye-bye, Oscar. Thank you so bye, much for the wonderful yeah. talk.
1: Yeah, you too, man. Enjoy your day. See you, man. And thank you, listeners. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, listeners. And follow us oh, on by social then, media.
1: Yes, yes. Instagram. Our Instagram is... At... Our Instagram is... Sorry, let me confirm that one more time. At fuck underscore origami, that is at F U C K underscore O R I G A M I. Please follow us on Instagram and Jason Wood is our Twitter
0: F underscore origami.
1: Okay, that's very true. good. Okay, thank you very much. And, and I guess
0: bye bye, Oscar. Bye
1: bye, bye bye, listeners. bye bye, Jason, bye bye, listeners.